Hello and welcome back to The Sip. Our guest today is one of Utah's women to watch, Kim Whitman. Kim, welcome. We're excited to have you. Thanks for having me. Because it's called The Sip, we have an honorary question about what your favorite drink is. Maybe a guilty pleasure drink. Yeah, I'm really boring, actually. My go-to drink is Spindrifts. I drink them all the time. Um, And every once in a while, I will do a, a dirty Dr. Pepper. Okay. Well, that's, no, that's not nothing. I was hoping it wasn't lemon water. So <laughs> we'll just start off kind of at the, the basics. So where did you go to school and what did you go for? Yeah, I went to Utah State and I studied political science. Uh, I thought I was going to become a lawyer. And actually during that process, I started working in retail and um, decided that that you know, probably was a better career choice for me at the time. And here I am today. Okay, so from lawyer to retail, what what about retail captivated you? Yeah, I uh, loved the people operations pieces of it. Like you, you did everything end to end. You hired people, you trained people, you merchandised, you ordered, um, you were loss prevention. You did pretty much everything from an operational perspective, and um, I really enjoyed the the company that I worked for in college. Okay, what company was that? Uh, Buckle. Buckle's huge, and Long they're making a comeback. Yes. <laughs> Okay, cool. So that kind of just leads into our next question. Just can you walk us through an overview of your job history, like maybe where you started and what led you here? Yeah, uh, actually, when I was in college, I did a food service for a while. So I managed a local restaurant in Logan um, called Kate's Kitchen. This was way back in the day. And then um, started working part time for Buckle and very quickly got talked into joining their uh, management development team and program. And next thing I knew, it was uh, about eight months later, I was moving to, I'd finished school, was moving to Washington State to open a new store for them. And then I stayed in retail for about 12 years. So I worked for uh, big box stores like Macy's um, and Myron Frank. And then I also worked for specialty stores like Bath and Body Works and Buckle. So can you just tell us what you do at Vivint? Yeah. I, I do all the things people. So, um, and that's actually starting to change a little bit now with the merger with NRG. So um, previous to uh, these last uh, changes that came about about a month ago, I led all of safety communications and all of the HR um, functions within the organization. And today I still have responsibility for all the HR and communications functions. Safety was moved over to the NRG team. Um, but we really do everything from employee experience all the way through the time that you are contacted as a candidate, all the way through the time you leave the company. So anything that has to do with interviewing, um, onboarding, um, growth and development is a big focus for us. And then um, obviously we ha- uh, have times where we have people leave the company and have to offboard them. So um, something that has been really exciting to watch over the 10 years I've been here, the company has um, grown and had tons of ebbs and flows in different areas of the organization. So it's been such an amazing experience to, to watch the people in our organization grow at the same time. There's many people here that I've uh, worked with since day one. And I've also seen a lot of really great people come in and, and gain a really great skill set and then continue to grow their career elsewhere. But then there's really exciting times like right now with NRG where we get to really refocus our future um, and think about what we can do to to grow in the consumer space and to connect to the energy initiatives through NRG. Okay, I'm going to pivot and kind of ask you about networking. Um, What impact would you say networking has had on your career? I think networking is one of the most important things that you can do for your career. And that's, um, I think oftentimes people think of networking as just something that they do externally. 
that they, you know, go to networking groups or go to meetups or connect with people on LinkedIn. And that is definitely one form of networking, which is really important. You have to make sure that your network is holistic. But I think internal networking is something that people sometimes overlook and take for granted because uh, we work in a really amazing company that have so many different functions within our business. And um, being able to make uh, connections and build relationships across uh, reporting lines or just across the company can enable you with the right amount of knowledge to really problem solve in a much larger way with amazing people that can help do that with you. So I would definitely recommend to people, like don't just uh, get to know people that are in your immediate space, like try to reach out and within the company and get to know people and their paths and um, use them as a a springboard to learn more about the company, but also about how they can grow. What do you wish you would have known early on? Like if you could give yourself any advice when you're, you know, just starting on your career. Yeah, I think uh, there's two things that I always go to. Um, first and foremost, like focus on gaining skills. Um, I think oftentimes, especially when you're in the beginning of your career or you're in the kind of critical growth phases of your career, it you, you can really focus on the outcomes versus like the journey. And so when I say, you know, gain the right skills, like make sure that you take the time to um, really learn before you step into something that maybe is uh, too big or overwhelming. Um, and looking all of those as an opportunity to be prepared for the next thing versus just waiting for the next thing to come. What would you say is one unexpected challenge about being an executive? Vivint's a huge company, is even bigger, and now we are part of them. So you're leading an amazing number of people. Yeah, um, I think the... Time. Time is the biggest challenge, right? Like how do you make sure that you do everything you need to and have the biggest impact that you can? So you have to really prioritize um, where you spend your time and making sure that you are really using the team around you to help educate you and help kind of keep you informed of how things are going because you can't be everywhere all the time. Um, But you have to make the right connections and you have to surround yourself with people who can help um, fulfill the impact that you want to make in the organization. What are your thoughts on being a woman executive in the tech industry? I know that can be kind of a loaded question sometimes, but yeah. what, what do you think about that? I get this question all the time. Um, you know, the, the, sometimes it can you know appear that I am a lone wolf a little bit, that I'm the only women on the executive team, but we have um, multiple vice presidents in the company who are female. Um, And I think it's an opportunity more than anything, right? You get to bring a different opinion. You get to have um, a voice that helps uh, include everyone. Um, I think that comes both in my people role, but also as a female, I have a little bit different perspective some of the times. Um, but it's an opportunity to bring people with you. So you you actually get the opportunity to um, make sure that people are in the room, um, that when a critical project comes up, that you can raise people hands for them. Um, that happened to me a lot in my career. Many men would raise my hand for me to say, hey, I think Kim can go do that. And that's a, a really important thing that I want to be able to do for others is um, when we have opportunities to highlight the skill set of the people in our organization, to continue to do that with both the male and female population, um, but just making sure that everybody has a voice. What would you say is the most important skill to develop when leading people? Just one. That seems difficult. But um, uh, so I think the number one thing I would say is like really try to um, 
hone your skill of curiosity. How do you, um, you're never going to have all the answers, no matter how far you get into your career. I think it's a, a misnomer for, you know, it seems like executives always have the answer. And after you've been doing this for many, many years, you still don't always have the answer. But um, being curious, asking questions and gaining collaboration through others through that process um, is a much better way to come to an outcome versus like thinking you have to know what the answer is. So um, that that's one thing. And then the other thing I would say is empathy, like really try to understand another situation and not just, and give people positive intent, um, without just kind of coming with a, a stated opinion that you're not willing to move. Like we're all going to come with a bias. We're all going to come right. with a, an opinion, but being willing to be open to changing your mind, I think is really important. And that only really happens through empathy. Yeah. Well, that's a great skill to highlight too, because it's what we expect all of our representatives to do on the phones. So it's just a different way to exercise it when you're in leadership. Do you have like a standout experience that might be your favorite in like the leadership or people space or maybe your favorite thing about it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so many, like I seriously, there's in my time here at Vivint, we have accomplished amazing things and I have watched people do things that they didn't think were possible. Um, and, but one day that really always kind of comes to mind for me, um, this was probably five or six years ago, we had, we did a, a peer recognition program within the innovation team. And every, every person basically was allocated a gift card um, that they could, nom they could give to someone else. So they had to submit the nomination um, and then you could get up to 10 uh, was the max per person. Um, so some people got up to 10. There was only a handful of people, but um, every single person had to give that to somebody else. And it was, um, we, the, that was an awesome part of it, but the even more awesome part of it was when we got to go deliver those. So um, we had a team of people that were going around, this is when we were all still in the office all the time. And mm -hmm. um, we were going around the office, like celebrating. We had like tunnels that people were running through. Like it was so fun just to so fun. do that peer recognition. I think that's even more important sometimes than hearing from your leaders is just hearing from the people that you work side by side with how valuable your work is. Yeah, that sounds exciting. We have to bring, what advice would you give leaders and people just in customer excellence when it comes to career development? Uh, have patience and develop your skill set. Don't focus on the promotion and the pay, like focus on gaining your skills and the promotions and the pay will come with it. Um, that's again, the biggest conversation I usually have with people is they want to get promoted. They want to make more money, but the, the real way that that happens is by, you know, gaining skills and then execution, right? Like the people who perform consistently, those things come to you. Awesome. Okay, last question is started by Kevin Hansen. He admitted to us that he is part of Bachelor Nation. Amazing. Um, I would never have guessed that about Kevin, but I love it. Yes, critical information for our leaders. Um, so we're curious what your guilty pleasure maybe reality show would be or just a guilty pleasure show in general? Um, I'm going to go with, I, I actually don't watch reality shows. They drive me a little bit crazy, um, but I love Yellowstone. Like I'm rewatching it. I actually just started it again. And I think that this is maybe my third time through if I'm being really? honest. So um, I really like, I grew up on a ranch, so it's actually kind of fun. It's not even Super close to the accurate. same thing of actually growing up on a ranch, but you know, it, it's still fun to, to watch. Do you have a favorite character? Oh yeah. Um, uh, Rip is for sure my favorite character. <laughs> okay.